0: Today is Baptism Sunday, and I want to give you a picture of baptism, like I said earlier, um, to may help you in understanding baptism. And that picture is this. This is one of my phone chargers, one of the, the things that I can plug my phone into. Now, you may be a bit confused by that. What does a phone charger have to do with baptism? Bear with me for a moment. In and of itself. Your phone charger may not seem like such a big deal. But have you ever gone on holidays without it? Your phone charger, as long as you have it, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But if you go anywhere for an extended period of time and you don't have it, suddenly it becomes a much bigger deal. In fact, as long as you have your phone charger your phone is far more important. But if you don't have your phone charger, your phone charger becomes more important than your phone. You don't say, oh, well, it's okay, I've got my phone. Because that's the point. You only have your phone. You don't have the phone charger. No matter how close you take your phone and you put it to the outlet on your wall, You can't get power to go through. If you take it and you press it right up against the outlet on your wall, and you even push it to the point you can hear the plastic start to crack, your phone won't charge. No matter how close you get. Now, what does this teach us about baptism? What does this show us about baptism? Well, it shows us that baptism is the way that God's called us to be connected to what Jesus has done for us. That baptism is the way that we're called to be connected to what it is that God, that Jesus has done for us. It's why whenever you read about baptism in the New Testament and the the Bible will talk about what baptism has done for us, it will always use phrases like in baptism and through baptism. And and it will show us something about what Jesus has done. And and through baptism, it will serve as a reminder of this. Some examples, Romans chapter 6. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Or Colossians 2.12 will say, Having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him, through your faith in the working of God who raised Him from the dead. How are we to understand that our old, lost, unsaved selves are buried with Jesus? Through our baptism. In our baptism. Baptism outwardly seems like very simple. Um, There's just some water. Um, And it's not even special water. We didn't fly it in from somewhere. It's not specially blessed water. It's from the kitchen. Had we done it in a different order, you may have drank it in your coffee this morning. And and we're going to say some words when we're baptized. But the words in themselves don't contain any special power. We're not saved because we're baptized. There's not a special thing that's going to be unlocked in the lives of these young people when they're baptized today because we said special words. That's that's not how it works. Baptism in and of itself can seem very simple, but what baptism symbolizes is very profound, is life-changing, is life-altering. I want to give three quick things that baptism is for us, what baptism connects us to in what Jesus has done. First, baptism is our first step of obedience, When Jesus gave us what we call the Great Commission, the thing that he gave to all of his followers as a roadmap of what it would mean to follow him, once we're followers of Jesus, what we're supposed to do in order to make more followers of Jesus, he said this, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. And the first thing we're to do is baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He gave us a two-step process to follow. A two-step process for us to give others to follow. First, we become a follower of Jesus. Second, we're baptized. That's the two steps that that we're supposed to take to step into all that God has for us. And once we're followers of Jesus, what's the first thing we're supposed to do? Be baptized. It's our first step of obedience. The first thing that we're called to do. And when someone comes to Jesus, the first thing they're supposed to do is get baptized. This is how God has called us to show the world that we're followers of His, by taking this step. And so for all of us, once we become a follower of Jesus, we're called to be baptized. It's not a spiritual maturity thing. It's not a, a specific calling on your life. Is, is there are people in the Bible who are literally baptized minutes after they accepted Jesus. Because baptism is an outward picture of what's taking place inside. And that brings us to number two. Second, it's a very physical picture of our forgiveness. When we baptize in the name of Jesus, it means that we're cleansed of our sins. It doesn't matter how gross, how wicked, how evil, whatever we did, whatever we participated in, the Bible tells us. That although our sins are scarlet, or although they're the deepest red, they shall be as white as snow. Though their red is crimson, they shall be like wool. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are cleansed from all unrighteousness. We are cleansed from the filth. We are cleansed from our evilness. We are cleansed from our wickedness. But when we're cleansed in the name of Jesus and the old self that's defined by all of those things, the picture that we have is it dies and it goes under the water. But we don't just come up with a fresh start. We come up cleansed from all of the stains of that old life. You are now white as snow. All the sin, all the shame, all the things that have stained us, when we come up out of that water, there's this amazing picture of how I'm washed clean. And that's why it's a very physical picture because we're literally doing what we do to clean ourselves. That this, the, How do you clean something? You put it in water. And so this is a very physical picture of that. And third, it gives hope for our future. When we go down under the water, we don't just leave you there. It's not just a picture of Jesus' death and we don't just put you down under the water and keep you down there to to really appreciate what it is that Jesus did for you. But we bring you back up out of the water because we're buried with Jesus, but we're brought to new life in Jesus, just like Jesus was. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. All the old things are gone. The old life, the old thinking, the old person, it's gone. And in Christ, we are made new. When we come up, we're saying, Jesus, here is my life. Your dreams, your desires, what you want for me, that's all yours now. I can still see the stable. The little church. Thanks again for being a part of this message from Hillside Church. We pray that God was able to speak to you through what was shared. We're so grateful to be able to share God's word with our church community and family, and that includes you. And we'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hillside Airdrie. You can contact us through email at info at hillsideairdrie.ca or you can go to hillsideairdrie.ca and click on Contact Us from the main menu or you can find our pastoral team contact by clicking on Our Pastors from the Our Church drop-down menu. our vision for everyone that shares in hillside church is that they would know god know his hope know his purpose and know his power in their lives and we pray this message ministered to you at hillside church we're a family not by blood but a family that's been bought by blood as family we go i can still hear the sermon all the people said amen Was a gift of salvation You could be born I still see the steeple A little church on the hill